And you're very welcome back to the second half here in Avant Money Park. Sean McDiarmada for the second half of the final of the Leitrim Senior Hurling Championship uh, in County Leitrim. It's uh, it's been a bright start to the game, as the I say that as the clouds start to come over again. We had a burst of rain at the oh, through the national anthem just before the throw-in here, uh, but it has been a bright opening half on the field at one six to seven points. Currently, the reigning champions. Clooneen uh, hold the lead at the moment and it's myself Brefney Early and Kevin Glancy uh, former Leitrim manager and all things Leitrim hurling guru I suppose um, who joins us for the next half hour or so what promises to be a scintillating game here between Carrick Hurling and Clooneen and Munch Kevin uh, your thoughts on the first half so far yeah my thoughts on the first half um, Carrick Carrick played with the advantage of the wind I know the wind is sort of blown diagonally but it's blown down towards the scoreboard end. That's the way Carrick played in the first half. And uh, I think the worrying thing for Carrick is they had seven wides. Um, I know at the same time, the Clooney goalkeeper Peter Poynard made some fantastic saves. But that's worrying at the same time. Clooney were much more efficient in the first half. They only had one wide and they end up leading at half time by two points. So like that sort of a trend is worrying for Carrick, but very um, positive for Clooney. So, but it's, it's funny, sometimes some teams play better against the wind than with the wind because sometimes with the wind you're inclined to think that the wind is going to do things for you that it doesn't actually turn out that way. So um, I know the wind is a factor but it's not the be all and end all. So I think from a Carrick point of view they'll be hoping that they can work the ball in better against the breeze and uh, create some far more sc scoring opportunities that way. Yeah, I'm just getting ready to start the clocks here as Gus Chapman, the match referee, prepares to throw the ball in. He's having a little count of the bodies and it's going to be a, a quick start here in just a couple of minutes as uh, I think we might see another bit of a shower. It seems to be a bit of a, a, a trend now. We just wet the pitch for the, the half-time break as there's a big congregation of players around the middle of the field. Chapman throws the ball in and we are underway here for the second half. Clooney, as Kevin mentioned, lead by two points. Uh, what is going to be the winner? Who's going to win this? Clooney, of course, the defending champions. Good work there from Brendan Delaney. Sends it in long, down Ender towards... Morton is in the game. Oh, we have a couple of substitutions. We'll bring you the details very, very soon. Ender Morton, the tall figure of Ender Morton. He likes to run at backs. He's a pacey, pacey athlete. And uh, he has won himself a free down there on the 21-metre line, uh, just halfway between the posts and the sideline. It's going to be Clement Kniff to add to the score yeah, here. For I think himself. Ender Morton has replaced yeah, James McNabola. Yeah, the uh, James McNabola and Ibrahim Shaq, Thomas McNabola replaces Ibrahim Shaq, Clement there uh, drives that over the bar and it puts one between the sides at the start of the second half here in Abbott Money, Parkshaw, McTiernan and Carrick and Shannon. It's, uh, it's a kind of a wet enough day now, the heavens have just opened again with another shower, it will clear up again, there's blue skies rolling across ahead of, ahead of us but it's, it's one of those mixed kind of weather days as Keen Mallon comes away with the ball, finds a teammate in the shape of Connor Hackett who seems to get an arm round the neck and it's going to be a free at halfway. Mallon is going to stand over it as Clement Kniff is uh, judging the distance and trots over maybe to have a, a strike to level matters here. Yeah, Tom McNamara, brother of James, is, has come in. Um, good little hurler, first year out of underage. It's great to see these younger lads coming through, um, the likes of Tom McNamara and, and, and guys like that. So. Clement with the long range free from about 65 metres out. It's going to drop short and it's going to come to 
Colin Morton. Colin Morton can't quite get possession on it. Does it the second attempt, I think. Gets it up into his hands, but it's going to be a bit of a scramble in there in the penalty box for cleaning. Morton does get an effort on it, but it's uh, kind of come off the side of his hurl and gone well wide in the end. And that's a, a let off maybe for Manor Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So the substitution there, I think, is might have heard Kevin mention the substitution. Uh, Thomas McNabola has replaced Kean French on the Carrick side. So two changes at half time for the side who went in two points down. They're now only a single point behind their opponents here, Clonine, as Patrick Clerken goes over to win that. But dallies a little bit and gets caught by. In fact, it was yeah, you can see the effect of the wind there. I know the wind is getting stronger with the shower of rain, but that puck out from Peter Poynard landed uh, about 25, 30 meters out from the Carrick goals, which was. You know, a huge, huge distance of a puck out. And it's going to be a free on the far side of the field. Clem McNiff inside his own 65 metre line. We've seen Connor Byrne score from Carrick in the opening exchanges of the first half uh, from a similar range or even further out. Uh, can Kniff make this? Uh, this is a huge one. It's inside his own 65. I don't think it's feasible for a score. But well, he's, he's gone short. Car. He thinks that too, and it's gone over here. And it's on the near side. Donald Morton. Morton. Uh, but he's fumbled the ball and it's going to come to uh, a bit of a scramble just on the 45 metre line as his extra body's coming in but it's going to be Kniff comes back takes a step back makes space for himself puts it in there towards Morton but it's over the top of Morton into Peter Poignard he's had a good game so far finds a teammate out there on the far side and it's going to be uh, Declan Ryan who's a set first half substitute came into the game and now he finds Martin Feeney Feeney much deeper now than he was in the first half plays the ball down in, into the corner and now a bit of space and time for a shot from Clunin and it's going to be Dylan McDermott but that's gone to the left and wide and uh, ref has blown a whistle I don't think he saw, he's too bothered about the uh, little coming together in on the sideline there as, as we see the Gareth Phelan enter the, the fray for the first time Phelan going to give attention to uh, his corner forward that looks like Alan McSharry is just struggling a little bit he's back to his feet now but that long run for Gareth Phelan he was a goalkeeper he didn't have to do too much of that kind of run in, in his day no Good fit man though, great shape all the time. The play does continue down the far end of the field and it's going to be uh, Carrick who are trying to defend down there. Clement puts it back yeah, into the danger area again. But again the Carrick full forward line, the ball isn't sticking in there. We've seen that all day now, but they have been dominant in terms of possession. It's going to be uh, Carrick again who come away with that. But someone needs to take control of this game in the middle because it's a lot of these kind of scrappy encounters that's going to be Delaney but he can't get the ball up just struggling to get the ball up without a hurl now and it's going to be a foul on the Clooney man and it's and this Conor O'Hagan who did start the game despite wearing 20 and O'Hagan now with the opportunity uh, to clear the lines and it'll be Gavin O'Hagan I presume they're brothers I think they are I think they are yeah. but um, no they're not well, I've been mean, reliably sorry, informed sorry sorry Piero Leitrim County Board has informed us that they're actually cousins, not brothers. But um, conditions aren't that easy out there now. It's, it's uh, I know the pitch looks okay from where we are, but I walked it earlier. Now it's pretty sticky, and when the ball hits the ground, it's not going to hop very much, and uh, it's not going to come up too handy either. So that's why there's a few more melees beginning to develop as the game goes on. Yeah, these players might know each other really well over the years, but there's not much love lost between them either. As I think is it Connor Byrne there and uh, Martin Feeney. Kian Mellon and Martin Feeney. Oh, Kian Mellon and Martin Feeney just uh, well used to each other's company, intermediate football grades in the county, but and playing hurling with each other with Leachum over the years. But it's uh, 
referee just having a little chat he definitely hasn't forgotten the cards today I think we might see them for the first time today yeah I think he's right to take action because once this niggling starts it can develop into worse you know so he's right to take action nip it in the bud yeah, so it's two yellows a yellow card absolutely we might run through the teams very quickly for you here as well just we start with Clooney and Amont Peter Poignard in goals Patrick Clerken Kevin Clerken and Mark McHugh across the full back line Martin Feeney Aaron McDermott Niall McLaughlin as they're numbered won't line out like that uh, Declan Ryan did replace Ethan Clancy who started the game uh, while Conor Hagen also comes in for Sean Markham who was uh, named in the starting uh, 15 that's gone to the left and wide we'll continue with the teams James Rooney Pierce Dolan Dylan McDermott and Alan McSharry Gavin O'Hagan and Fergal Rooney complete the lineup for Clooneen we'll go through Carrick Hurling with you in just a moment or two but that's well won there by Clooneen but it's going to come to uh, Carrick Hurler's hurl and it has it run straight into cover there but Mallon now looking for possession himself and Martin Feeney they've just been booked for having a little bit of a chat together but that's dropped nicely down into Clooney in hands but can't quite gather that first attempt comes back here uh, good work there from Aaron McDermott and that's great work from the experienced hurler but he's dropped the ball unfortunately and it's going to be Carrick who benefit from that but they can't just get the ball up Uh, here we now see Conor Hagen come away with the ball looking for options gets blocked down but does get it away to Martin Feeney Feeney under pressure from Mallon gets the ball away and it's going to be inside to Dylan McDermott McDermott away again drops the ball breaks back to Mallon can't get the ball up does so at the second attempt gets away from Feeney he's got people inside him lovely ball but he's overhit that it's going to be to his teammate in midfield Brendan Delaney Delaney under pressure from a great piece of work there from Pierce Dolan and Aaron McDermott to dispossess him and it's going to be Dolan who gets that ball down the field that's a long long effort it's going to drop in around Lorcan Uh, Donlan's goal but it's gone to the right and wide and Dolan has the power but just not quite the accuracy on that occasion we're seeing the game descend into a little bit of a scrappy encounter between these two sides Kevin it is yeah and like Cooney are sort of making the same mistakes the Carrick made in the first half driving long balls in with the aid of the wind and nothing coming off them but one thing I noticed there from the Gavin O'Hagan free he was between his own 45 and his own 65 and he drove it, he drove the free in, it went wide, but he had miles of distance, but he just didn't have the accuracy. So, like, free taking will be important today. Yeah, that's a good piece of skill there from Mark McHugh uh, for Clooney. He, he finds Declan Ryan, who gets fouled, or actually, in fact, has overcarried the ball. It's going to be a free for Carrick. Uh, Declan Ryan just a bit petulant there, and Gus Chapman has decided to move it forward 13 metres. And, I think we've seen a fairly solid performance from the referee today. Ah, yeah. I, like I said at the beginning, he's a very sensible referee. Very, you know, common sense is Gus's, is Gus's uh, way of doing things. Um, he's a very good communicator as well. He chats to the lads, explains why he's doing things. And, you know, that, that's, that helps players, really. Nothing frustrates a player more than not knowing what he did wrong. Clement Kniff from about 45, 50 yards. That's a great strike. And the sides are once again level in this encounter in Abbott Money Park Sean McDermott uh, we have Clooney one goal and six points Carrick Hurling nine points we're level we have about 20 minutes left on the clock just over 20 minutes left on the clock as we see a substitution here for uh, Carrick Hurling and it's Donald Morton who replaces Liam Phelan on this team it's the 39th minute of the game and uh, Donald Morton comes in we have we have uh, interesting we have three Morton brothers on now in the full forward line we have end full forward with Colin and now we have Donald their other brother the fourth brother Liam got married on Friday so Liam not here today but uh, nice to see the, the Morton family 
all out today. Yeah, Liam had an unfortunate injury earlier in the season playing football with Leitrim Gales uh, and has missed the entire season for both Carrick Hurland and Leitrim Gales, but uh, we'd expect to see him back again in the future, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great ball down there from Carrick, but it's going to go straight to the hands of of um, Clooney player, and that's James Rooney from distance. But it drops into Brendan Delaney, has a little bit of space, makes a good run there for himself, finds a teammate down there in the shape of Conor Hackett, but he just gets a touch the ball, but well robbed there by Pierce Dolan. And Pierce Dolan away now, he's going to draw attention to himself, but he's got um, Fergal Rooney in support. Rooney back outside here, but it's a loose pass from Rooney, and it's going to break. I would imagine to the cleaning side. Conor O'Hagan gets the ball up and uh, wins the foul in the process. And Mark McHugh goes to recover the ball, but I'd expect we'll see uh, Gavin O'Hagan an effort from here. 65 on his own 65-meter line is a little bit too far for a score. No, no, no. Judging by his last three, I don't think so. A distance won't be a problem. Whatever about accuracy, um, he drove the last one. It went wide as a fact, but it, it it had yards to spare behind the goal. So I don't think distance is going to be a problem here. Just on that Carrick attack there, they, they seem to be having possession in the middle third, but struggling to hold on to it and carry it forward and you know, put it into scoring positions. Connor Hackett, just a little bit of intimidation tactics, but maybe it might work, might put him off enough just to uh, see the shot go wide. But Gavin O'Hagan fancies the chances from his own 65-meter line. Oh, very central on the, pit, on the field. But then I suppose anywhere from 65, from your own 65 is fairly central. Uh, it's a good long effort, but it looks to be going just to the right and wide. And as you said, that, that malaise that affected Carrick in the first half is now setting in a little bit. Manor now racking up that wide count. Yeah, yeah, same sort of a trend in both teams, actually. Except that Carrick isn't as efficient in the scoring in this half against the win. But um, a good bit to go yet. And one thing I noticed as well is that uh, James Rooney is sort of playing the equivalent of Conor Byrne for Carrick. James Rooney for Clooney, he's playing the sweeper role and playing it very well as well because he's a good reader of the game can anticipate where the ball is going that's good work there uh, from Pierce Dolan to create that opportunity I think it was Fergal Rooney on the far side with that effort uh, hit a great effort and uh, he's put his side one point to the good now uh, but great brave fighting there from Pierce Dolan he really has the, the engine to get up and down the field and it's what you'd expect from an inter-county footballer uh, but he's he has impressed uh, of course got that goal for Clooney in as well and it could be the difference between the sides in 20 minutes or so when the trophy is going to be awarded for the, this year and that's a good piece of work there for Patrick Clerk and he's uh, found a teammate who gets away from the Carrick kind of gets away but gets smothered up and the ref has been very consistent in his application of that rule if you don't release the ball you're going to lose the possession yeah yeah and rightly so because I think a lot of the times hurling referees let a lot of overcarrying go and that can lead to a lot of a lot of malaise and you know needless sort of crowding and stuff like that so yeah he's letting the game flow but at the same time uh, pulling for any overcarrying so an opportunity here for Clement for Carrick just just outside the, the, the 65 metre line dead straight in front of the goals um, unfortunately this shot Came hasn't been dead right. straight it's gone to the right and wide and Kniff uh, just holds his head put arms on the hips for a moment not a good day for Carrick free takers now Shawnee missed a few in the first half Shawnee Reardon Clement has now missed a couple so uh, they need to get that right now between now and the end of the game and the conditions aren't great but they're not bad either at the same time the ball comes out here under the stand on the near side it's going to be Gavin O'Hagan battling there with Conor Hackett trying to get possession he finds uh, teammate Fergal Rooney 
That's going to be a free in for Clooney and you expect an opportunity to double their lead here. They currently lead 1-7 to 9 points. A single point lead for the Manor Hamilton side. I say Manor yeah. Hamilton, but there are players from everywhere. Drummer Hare represented also Ojo Willen. That's right now in the road beside Manor. <laughs> I'm getting tapped on the shoulder here by the by the Manor PRO and Leitrim PRO, Barbara Lachlan, who's not happy with my line of, uh, of, of proceeding with the commentary, but... Uh, well, it's effectively. We're just staying facts, Kevin. We're yeah, just staying no, facts. It's just effectively nearly a north versus south lead from really. And effectively. And that is a, a good score there from someone who's genuinely from Manor, Gavin O'Hagan. Yeah. Obviously, it's a, it's a small pool of players, and they have to pick one or the other. And now, Willen, not really near either. O'Hagan's done well there. Great effort. Has he get, that's a great score from Gavin O'Hagan. And that's probably the first time in the game we've seen the crowd really get behind something. Yeah. Lovely piece of individual skill, caught the ball and one, t one step and just stuck it over the bar from 65 yards. Yeah, great score, especially after getting the one earlier. It's literally 30 seconds later, he sticks over another one. That's a huge score for Clooney, a huge score. Well, Higgins won that kick out again and a puck out, should I say. And it's going to be a, a bit of a melee here underneath this. So Higgins comes away with the ball, a great ball across the far side, great vision to spot the run. Uh, but he's been taken out of it, that has to be a free, but the referee not interested. Player down on the line, but Connor Burns says, I'm taking this anyway, and gets rid of it. Uh, but puts it straight down the throat of James Rooney. Rooney looking for options. Uh, he's overhit that one, but it's going to fall to Mike. Is it Connor O'Hagan? Stopping, stopping for an injury. Yeah, uh, I think it was. Um, a man ran into Connor Byrne there, and normally there's only one result when you run into Connor Byrne. But um, I think it, I think this is the widest gap so far. Clooney are going to go ahead now to three points ahead. It's the biggest lead of any team yet so far today. And I think the writing is beginning to come on the wall unless something dramatic happens from the Carrick attack point of view. Um, nothing seems to be coming from their full forward line. Everything is going okay nearly up to, their, up to the middle third. After that, then things break down. Whereas Clooney are much, much, much more efficient in their scoring. Gavin O'Hagan begins to come into it from play he has been very accurate from freeze already all day so he's got five points already uh, one of those from play and it, he seems to be coming into the game at the right time for Manor when they really need him James Rooney is sweeping up very effectively in the half back line then you have Pierce Dolan winning ball around the middle of the field so um, generally the Clooney's Clooney's play is much 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 more effective than Carrick's at the moment Carrick have no pattern no system going no ball winners so they need the leaders to stand up now they need the big men to stand up now for the next 15 minutes it's going to tell a tale yeah it looks like we might have a substitution uh, although no he's just happy to continue at this point we did have someone warmed up on the sideline Keen McManus but it won't be him coming into the fray just yet Pierce Dolan now in possession on the far side uh, up against uh, Shane Crow but he's uh, dispossessed but he's fouled in the process and it's going to be a, a 13 metre free in there just inside the sideline 21 metre free even of course uh, small little nuances between the hurling and the football we don't get a huge opportunity to commentate on hurling in this county Kevin of course no not enough anyway not enough anyway but um, I know a free in for tuning at the moment now and it's Gavin O'Hagan with the way Gavin is playing you should nearly pencil this one down as a given but uh, you never know and again I keep saying from a Carrick point of view that's worrying if it's lead stretches out to four points it's a significant it's a significant lead on a day like today in a game like this that's a powerful effort from O'Hagan but he puts four points between the sides and it's uh, beginning to get a bit worrying for Carrick 
That's uh, three points unanswered from O'Hagan in the last few minutes to put the, that gap between the sides. It was tight up until uh, O'Hagan went on a bit of a run. Yeah, but I've been at county finals here before and played in county finals here when the, the team were losing by three or four points and next thing ended up in a draw, went extra time and stuff like that. So nothing is a certainty even at this stage, but going by the trend of the game, um, Manor are getting, or Clooney are getting on top and are deserving of their four-point lead at this stage. Absolutely. It's because uh, Chapman's going to throw the ball in here again. So he's got two players lined up beside each other, which means that's definitely not where he's going to put the ball. <laughs> um, we're on to him now at this age. I, my money is... Oh, he's... Yep. He's just thrown randomly, launched the ball, but it's worked out and plays underway again here. And it's a good piece of work, but it's going to be a free, I'd imagine, for Carrick Hurlan. He hasn't quite indicated what direction it's going. It is indeed Carrick Hurlan. Gus is a bit like with me all here, you say he pretends to go left and goes right. <laughs> so he's saying with his throw-ins, he pretends to throw it in straight and then throws it in left. But it's, uh, it's no harm to keep everybody guessing. I quite like it though because it's less opportunities to get the, the um, kind of a wallop from the hurl as two people go competing for it. Yeah. Very, this is a very, very, it's a, 60, it's a free now on the 65 metre line. And the Clooney 65, Clement Caniff with it. It's a very, very important strike. And that looks good from this range. The umpire reaches for the flag. No conference required that time. We're back to a three-point game, folks. It's 1-10 to Clooney and 10 points to Carrick Hurlin. And we have around uh, 10, 10, minutes minutes, 10 or 11 minutes left on the clock in the second half here as it really, really hots up. And Adam O'Hagan has really gone into the the game in the last five minutes and he's been the difference between the two sides here but it's going to be broken down there towards Kim Mallon Kim Mallon gets out ahead of um, Dylan McDermott on the far side Mallon now in possession down the line he plays it in towards Donald Morton Morton can't win the ball it's going to be Mark McHugh who comes away with it McHugh under pressure gets the ball away towards Pierce Dolan but it's broken down by Mallon and ends up back in the hands of a teammate for Carrick there it's Shane Crow. Shane Crow. So plays it in long towards Colin Morton but it's well won by the brother end of Morton can't get the possession up Mark McHugh again and it's down here played in right down the throw to Conor Byrne he doesn't miss opportunities like that Conor Byrne plays it in long it's going to drop Colin Morton now but it uh, seems to be and it's well done there by McHugh McHugh comes away with the ball a good piece of work there as it broke free from that tussle between the full back Kevin Clerken and Colin Morton and now it's cleaning on the attack again but it's going to go out over the sideline for a uh, sideline cut on the far side for Carrick but that doesn't look good uh, player down for Clooney yeah good ball in there from Conor Connor Byrne is playing well he's, he's showing he's the only one really himself and Clement I would say uh, are the only ones showing a bit of leadership on the Carrick team today he caught the ball there drove it in direct into the full forward line and just a, a symptom of the, the way things are going was, was three Clooney defenders against one Carrick forward there and they came out, Clooney came out with the ball and cleared it. So just Carrick have to get that right. There has to be more support coming in to the full forward line, following up on breaks like that, because uh, you can't expect one man to, to sort of beat three, three opponents and, and put it in the net. So Carrick have to look at that. The next few minutes are going to be crucial in this game. The next three or four minutes are going to be crucial. Gavin O'Brien is warming up here beneath us in front of the stand as uh, looks to be a substitution for Carrick. They'll take advantage of the break and play and Gus Chapman has indicated the sub can happen. 
and uh, we'll just wait and see who comes off. It's going to be number 10, Sean O'Reardon. He hasn't had the best of days by his own standards, Kevin. Um, no. What can Gavin O'Brien bring that we haven't seen from Sean in the first 50 minutes? Yeah, no, Sean is a good hurler. He's a good hurler. He's been playing well all year. A very committed player, really committed player. Um, you know, unfortunately for, for him today, just things did not go right for him. Another uh, change here as well. Another change for Clooney in a month. Uh, Alan McSharry has been replaced by Keen McManus. Uh, so Alan McSharry makes weight. Keen McManus comes into the fray. And it's a three point game here, folks, with about eight, nine minutes left, plus whatever the referee adds. We've had a couple of stoppages, so there might be a few minutes in this half. Uh, about 10 minutes, I'd imagine. 10 or 11 minutes total, uh, including whatever the referee will add. Uh, but this is a. Uh, Take the nine coming out of it. Yeah, and it's got a break for the Manor men again. And Clooney and Amonch uh, deemed to carry the ball out over the sideline. It's going to be a sideline ball for Carrick Harlan on the far side. And that is Keen Mallon again. Substitute there for Carrick is Gavin O'Brien. He plays football with Enneduff. And he's a, he's a Dublin native, but it has been playing for Carrick for the last four or five years and with Leitrim indeed as well so um, we'll see what sort of energy he brings to the game and that's well picked out of the air uh, by a manor defender and he plays down here towards Martin Feeney Feeney gets it up with the second attempt but bundled over and the referee has given a free in and again we're seeing handbag stuff just kind of in the aftermath of that but it's going to be a fairly straightforward and imagined point here for Clunine based on, on how they've gone so far yeah pushing the back the oldest one pushing the back um, when the man going down on the ball and there's a bit of experience from young Tom McNabola there uh, Tom I don't think is that familiar with playing in a defensive role he's more of a midfielder half forward type of role and uh, if big if if I was involved with Carrick I'd have him further out the field because he's a good little ball player good striker of the ball very skillful little lad and uh, anyway he's playing playing a defence a bit of inexperience shown there and uh, Gavin O'Hagan delighted to take the free yeah we've got uh, O'Hagan's been on fire for the last 10 minutes and he's really been the difference in that uh, tight level game to the one goal that separates them at the moment it's 110 to Clooneen 10 points to Carrick Hurlin we have around about 6 minutes left on the clock as O'Hagan stands over with 30 yards out from goal and he has a nice strike and it's going to go stripping in the posts and that is four point game between the two sides. 111 to 10 points here in favour of the North Leitrim and the holders, of course, of this championship. Clunine have really come on in the last decade or so, Kevin, where they're, they're genuinely competing for championships year on year. The days in your era where Carrick just had to turn up to win senior championships, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, well, I wouldn't say we just didn't, we didn't have to turn up. We always had to, to earn the wins, um, no matter who we were playing. But yeah, no, I take your point. Clunine have put an awful lot of work in at underage uh, and that, be that work is beginning to show at the moment as well to have to have a good smattering of players on the county panel as well and Pierce Dolan through on goal and that's a fine piece of uh, an, an unorthodox strike of the ball yeah. oh the ref has given a foul uh, must be for over carrying there but, um, but it was a lovely piece of, of run and, and burst through the defence from Pierce Dolan but Unfortunately, just overcarried the ball. Yeah. It's going to break down here towards Carrick, and that's a great piece of skill by Jermyn Keller, who gets around, uh, gets an effort in, but it's going to fall, and Colin Morton ends up on the back of the 
of Clerken at fullback. Can Carrick capitalise here? They need a goal. Ref has blown the whistle. It's going to be a free out, I think. I think he's going to throw it in because uh, there was no clear foul there that I could see. But yeah, he has his pointed towards the 21 minute line and he's going to. Yeah, but just to finish my point there on yep. the development of hurling in, in Clooney, yeah. They're playing they're playing a lot in, you know, Sligo Leagues over the years. And the the, the big advantage for Clooney is the vast majority of their hurlers don't play football either. So they're they're dedicated uh, hurlers, so that's a big advantage. Jeremy Kelleher there with a score and he's put it back to a two, uh, three point game, should we say? It's one eleven to eleven points here. Uh, good score there from Jeremy Kelleher. Uh, after again good work ahead of him create that opportunity for him as Peter Poynard uh, looking for a teammate ahead referee whistling him telling him to get on with it um, yeah, there could be a sting in the tail here yet you wouldn't know the, 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 just a goal between them with just five minutes to play so we'll just see how this goes uh, good piece of skill there by O'Hagan O'Hagan's gone in long but it's gone to the left and wide and, and just evades the cleaning players it comes out here now towards uh, Keane Mallon Keane Mallon now a bit of space He's uh, been chased down by the Clooney defender, but he often a bit of a burst and gets a good ball in there. It's coming towards end of Morton, but it's won by actually there's a free for a foul on Kean Mallon, and it's going to be a free in for the Carrick side. Yeah, I didn't actually see that myself, but uh, Gus is signalling that was an elbow on on Kean as he was striking the ball there. So um, I'm sure Carrick won't question that; they'll take it gladly. Uh-huh. So Clement again, it's exactly on the halfway line, just to the left of the post, exactly on the halfway line, sun in his eyes. So we'll see how this goes, Clement. If this goes over, it'll set up for a rousing finale, I'd say. A bit of a run from Kim Allen, but he's not going to worry about that. He shoots from distance and that's gone, looks to be wide of the post. And uh, took a while for that one to be decided. The umpire wasn't quite sure, but... It's gone to the left of the post and we remain three points between the sides here as we approach the full-time whistle. Two and a bit minutes left of regulation. Uh, there will be a couple added, but how many is, remains to be seen? We'll find out in two minutes. But um, again, Peter Poynier taking his time with this puck out. He sends it long down the middle of the field and it's going to land right on top of a couple of Carrick players. Falls straight to uh, Shane Crow. Crow with the ball down the far side. Will it be intercepted by James Rooney? It is. Rooney doesn't quite manage to get it up but it breaks nicely for Clooney and now it's in possession of Dylan McDermott McDermott with an effort from distance it's going to go to the left and wide and I suppose really I think he hit the goalkeeper on the way out in fact but uh, uh, coming in just to let the linesman know what's left we might even see hand gestures here Carrick have moved Conor Byrne up I think it's an all or nothing situation now at the moment it's going to be route one all hands on deck sort of stuff so um, a little conflag between James McCaffrey here on the line and the referee Gus Chapman about what's left. We might see a hand signal from McCaffrey just to give the game away in a second, but either way we'll see the clock in just a moment or two. He's keeping his hands close to his chest. He's not giving anything away just yet. But it's broken down here by Carrick and it's going to be Gavin O'Brien in possession, but it's intercepted by Pierce Dolan. Pierce Dolan can't quite get the ball up because at the second attempt and he... Probably overcarried the ball there, I think, but he gets away with it this time. Yeah. And it's going to be the cornerback, Patrick Clerken. Clerken sends the ball down into the corner towards Martin Feeney. Martin Feeney in possession down there on the 13-meter line. Gets back in control here. No support, really, from him. And back, seems to be fouled, but seems to get away with it anyway. 
Referee has said that Feeney fouled his man. That's great defensive play by Carrick. We know Don Russia at three minutes additional time at the end of this game. And three minutes announced by Sean on here on the PA in Avon Money Park. Sean McDermott, we have uh, just over 15 seconds of regulation, so about thir- three and a half, three minutes or so to be played here as uh, Lorcan Donnan is sent back to where the free happened uh, by the officials on the far side of the field. And I think realistically now, with three minutes left, with the way things go, three minutes left and three points in it, Carrick will need a goal to get back into this. Uh, that's good work by Clooney in as they break, but it's going to be uh, a kicked ball in there. It comes out on the far side here to um, Brendan oh, Delaney. He's going to call it back for a free. There was a free on Conor Byrne there when he won that ball. And uh, Gus let play develop to see what transpired, and there was no advantage to Carrick, so it's going back to a free for Carrick on the 45 metre line. So we can expect this one probably to be dropped in around the house, I'd imagine, at this stage. Um, but we, we're seeing a bit of reaction from the crowd here in terms of they're looking for to urge Carrick across the line. It's been a fabulous couple of weeks for the Carrick GA community. They seem to have won nearly everything. The minor football, the senior football, the ladies intermediate championship last weekend. And now, of course, they are just struggling at this point in time. But that is a point. Puts them inside a score of Clooney. And for the first time in most of the second half, uh, it's one eleven to Clooney, 12 points to Carrick here, two points remain, there's two minutes of added time left according to Gus Chapman, the referee. What can happen here? Carrick need to win this puck out and that has dropped short and it's come inside here to Carrick and that's Enda Morton, he's got pace, he's got an effort, he goes down the end, he's, oh what a save from Peter Poignard, that is a phenomenal save, that could be the winner of this game for Clooney. Uh, and that was a chance for Carrick to bury oh, this game. Fantastic chance, yeah. Well made as well. Colin Morton won the ball into his brother Enda. Great shot from Enda. He could do nothing else. Great shot from Enda, but a really fantastic save yeah. by Peter Poignard. Peter Poignard has been very impressive in goals today. He has done absolutely nothing wrong. His puckouts have been excellent. His saves have been brilliant. That was a really good save. Difficult shot to save. Save that gone out for 65. And I think with that could be Carrick's chance gone as well. Um, although you can never say never it's a 65 here at this, this stage and two points is a very very dangerous lead in any GA match and remind Hurland we, we've two of the three minutes played at this point Clement Kniff uh, with the ball uh, it's two point game 12 points to 111 he strikes the ball from 65 he's gone for the point and that has gone over the bar it's a one point game and the referee has gone in for a chat the umpire put his hand up the referee doesn't seem too happy about that the crowd are getting incensed uh, and the referee was well positioned to see that himself but no and he has indicated a wide half the crowd happy half the crowd jumping out of their seats uh, this game has absolutely everything Carrick now one more roll of the dice 25 seconds left of the three minutes added here in Abbott Money Park Sean McDermott uh, to put it in context this is the biggest margin we've had in this final at the end of 60 minutes in years in four years at least yeah and so, we're still uh, as tight as this well won there by Manor and that's a great pair of hands from Pierce Dolan as he finds Martin Feeney. Martin Feeney takes it to the corner. He's not too worried at this stage. He's dropped the ball, but it's going to break on. It's a wide ball. He's just rolled over the end line, I think. Yeah, and it's going to be a chance. did very, very well there. Really impressed with Pierce Dolan. He's winning a lot of ball and getting it in very smartly. Lorcan Donnan finds Enda Morton. He had that goal chance a minute ago. He's off. He's got pace to burn here. He's got players around him. He's going to go himself. Plays inside there uh, to a teammate. And it's inside. And over there to Colin Morton. Colin Morton into the back. And we have a goal! Could that be the decider we talked about right Great win from Ender Morton. He finds Connor Morton. 
and Carrick lead for the first time in over half an hour and this could be the winner of the game 112 112 to 111 what a finish and the referee has won we talked about this being the biggest margin of victory it hasn't it's actually another defeat Carrick have snatched victory from a game the Morton boys did the business the Morton boys did the business oh absolutely incredible and they won the ball out around his own 65 carried it in sensible hand pass into Colum Colum put it across the square and Donald pulled on it in the air ended up in the back of the net a dramatic finish here huge finish huge finish we were talking about two point lead being a dangerous lead and that's the way it turned out incredible finish literally literally the last puck of the game there wasn't even time for the puck out there so an incredible finish you'd have to feel sorry for Clooney you really have to feel sorry for Clooney tactically they were shrewder they played really well up front but Carrick never gave up in fairness to them and I did I was critical I was sort of critical of the, the Carrick full forward line throughout the game the ball not sticking in there but when they needed to do it when the men needed to stand up they did they did stand up Enda Morton Colin Morton Donald Morton full forward line created the score when they needed it most Clement never gave up Connor Byrne keep, kept driving them on Tom McNabola played really well even though he was in an unfamiliar position um, so really really it's a, it's, a, it's a reward for never giving up the things didn't go right for them they missed freeze you know their quality wasn't great at times their touch wasn't great at times but they never gave up and I think it's a just reward for them a dramatic finish incredible finish they say you only have to be ahead of one point in the game and that's when the final whistle is blown and that's indeed how Carrick Hurland have uh, secured the title after a gap of a year it's their fourth title in five seasons and uh, they'll be delighted with that the, but again from a neutral point of view looking in Kevin the county hurling final always seems to deliver it might not have the, the level that you'd expect in other counties but in terms of the competition and that tight between two really really committed teams that really does deliver one of the best spectacles of the year oh it does yeah and like as I say the proof is in the, is in the, the proof of the pudding is in the eating and the last four years Teams, there's been literally one puck of the ball in it for the last four or five years. The two teams are very committed. They know each other inside out, but at the same time, there's still no niggly, there's still no nastiness involved. And lads, give it everything. And as a spectacle, as entertainment, as a you know a passionate local GEA game, you won't get any better than a Leitrim Hurling final for the last four or five years, in my opinion. It's, and the standard of hurling has improved year on year on year. There's quality stuff out there. We've seen players like Gavin O'Hagan, Pierce Dolan, Peter Poynard in goals there, the Carrick lads that I mentioned earlier. All top quality hurlers, really. You know, they're, they're, they can compete with anybody at their own level. So, you know, as I said, for entertainment, for excitement, for commitment and for, for quality of play, you will not beat a lead from hurling finals for the last four or five years. And it's credit to both teams. And I must say, I'd like to compliment Gus Chapman as well, the referee. Sometimes we're very abusive of referees, etc., etc., and critical. But Gus has let the game flow very, very sensibly today, communicated brilliantly with all the players, and uh, it just led to a great game of hurling. Unfortunately, from the Clooney point of view, they, were, they, you know, they, they, got, they got beaten in the end, a dramatic last-minute winner, and it's a sickening way to lose. We know the feeling ourselves. But it's a fantastic way to win from a Carrick point of view. And I think there won't be any bad feeling between either of the teams. And really, really, really enjoyable game, Breffney. 
and a credit to both teams and a credit to the referee. We might just hang on because we'll have the presentation of the Cup in a couple of moments and maybe the announcement of the Man of the Match. Talk me through the, the potential contenders for Man of the Match because we saw on both sides some really impressive performances um, from experienced and new names in the world of Leitrim Harlem. Yeah, well, from a clue point of view, I suppose, starting off, because really, to be honest about it, it did look as if they were going to win it up, right up until the last book, literally the last book. And if I was shortlisting lads from the uh, for, for Man of the Match, I would have said um, James Rooney, uh, Peter Poynard in goals, James Rooney as sweeper, played, played really, really well. Pierce Dolan, brilliant at midfield. Gavin O'Hagan came into it in the second half when they needed him. And Martin Feeney. They would be my shortlist for the Clooney side. Then from the Carrick side, uh, Brendan Delaney and Clement, I thought, are out around the middle. Uh, played really, really well. They kept things going when the things didn't look that good. Tom McNabola really impressed when he came on there in the second half there. He won a lot of vital ball, you know, sweeping up there in the, in the, in the, in the, in the back line. Connor Hackett played really, really well. Up front then, the Mortons delivered when we needed them. You know, when we needed them, they, the Mortons stood up. But if I was to give the man of the match, I would give it to Connor Byrne for Carrick. He, he was superb in the first half. He was there, thereabouts in the second half. He came up front um, towards the end to put a bit of life into the, into the forward line. And it resulted in us, you know, winning possession and eventually leading to the to the winning goal. So my vote for man of the match would have been Conor Byrne. Well, I actually would go on the opposite side of it. I thought Peter Poignard probably had two of the of the best. Like the, he made two saves in the first half that I thought were exceptional. Mm. And then in the end, okay, he was beaten for the goal, but uh, the save he made just moments before that was was top notch as well even though the two of them came from mistakes he made the recovery for me was impressive and I thought had they held on to win it I think he would have been the standout player on the game But we, so it's nice to see us differ um, mm -hmm. you've gone for the Carrick man yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, but uh, it's been a fantastic yeah. performance and as you said there's probably 10 lads who realistically could be yeah. called out because just a couple of moments uh, we're waiting for an official announcement here from Leitrim G as uh, Enda Stenson prepares to hand over the Senior Hurling Championship to Carrick and it'll be Lorcan Donlan who goes up to accept that um, what can you tell us about Lorcan he's not a, a local either he's a, a, he's a, a Galway man he's a Galway man yeah um, not sure what club he's from in Galway I think it's Kiltormer outside Ballinasloe um, but I, I'm delighted for Larkin, I really am, because Larkin has been the understudy goalkeeper for Leitrim and for Carrick for a long time, um, for the last four or five years. He stuck with it, he stuck with it, he loves hurling, he loves being involved with the group, and we love to have him in the group because it's, we love to have outsiders coming in and, and sort of integrating into our hurling community. And Larkin has been very, very loyal, very, very committed. And I'm really, I'm genuinely delighted for him. I'm delighted for him, for him and his family, for his wife Sharon, and they have two young children, and his general family. So uh, the county chairman, Emma Stenson, has just invited the teams in for the presentation, and we'll find out uh, who wins the Man of the Match award as well, officially, of course, picked by the media, uh, in terms of the full combined media up here. Uh, but it'll be uh, Emma Stenson who... Uh, well, I think uh, you were saying we differ. We do differ. Everybody differs. Yeah. You know, it's all subjective anyway at this stage. Normally, the winning team has the man of the match. Uh, although I've had experience once or twice when Carrick were winning, you know, maybe three, four, five, six in a row at a time. Um, man of the match awards used to be given to players from the opposition. <laughs> uh, uh, That's because they had to mark you. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the logic behind it. But anyway, it didn't matter. But uh, it has been known that. Um, players on the losing team have gotten man of the match awards but normally it's, the, it's the, the winning team that has them but um, 
Carrick don't I don't think Carrick will matter. They, they won't mind a whit uh, as long as they have the Stephen Dorgan Cup. Of course, now they progress into the Connacht Junior Championship as well. You've plenty of experience, even winning that in the past. Yeah. Uh, as a as a manager, were you involved on the field or just as the manager that time? Yeah. I, I wasn't even involved at all. I was just oh. a spectator that year in 2019. The anniversary is coming up on the third of November, or 2018. Sorry, I'll never forget that day, the third of November 2018. We won the Connacht Junior Championship. We went Ballygar over in in Ballyhonis in the Connacht final that day, the third of November. So this year we move into the Connacht Junior Championship. Our opposition will be Eski, who had a big win over um, um, the Sligo Town champions. I just can't. Nave Owen, um, big win in the Sligo County final last Sunday. And Eski, I'm telling you, are a cracking good team. Um, we'll be up against it next weekend. I presume it's next weekend. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, Eski are a top class team. Uh, very, very good hurlers. They've won three or four in a row now in Sligo and improving all the time. So we we be up against it, but we'll worry about that from tomorrow onwards. I'd say. Absolutely, we're just waiting for the. Carrick don't seem too eager to collect this cup. They did enough uh, work trying to win it, but now they're uh, more encouraged with the pats on the back and the little chats amongst themselves and their family and the, and the growing crowd that is on the field. Yeah. Uh, Michal Doherty won't be too happy to see that, but he'll have to get on with it. Uh, unfortunately, on this occasion, but it's Carrick who will uh, come yeah. and collect the you cup. You were saying earlier there, Refn, Carrick, the same Marys. Have won the senior football championship. They won the under 17 championship. They're in the final of the junior A championship. They won the ladies intermediate championship. They won the minor uh, hurling championship yesterday, which was a big boost to our senior team today. You know, we beat Clooney in the final by two points yesterday. So we're on the crest of a wave at the moment, and these years don't come around that often. So it's very important that we enjoy that we enjoy these occasions and we savour these occasions. Um, because, like I said, they don't come around too often and uh, it's good to celebrate, it's good to enjoy and it's good to look forward to, um, to further games in, you know, in provincial series and things like that. Talk to me about Jamie Ward, of course, took on the hot seat of the managerial job, I think, almost by default at the start of the year, but he's ended up as county champions and a Connacht Championship campaign to look forward to. Yeah, I'm delighted for Jamie as well. Now, Jamie, he's a secondary school teacher here in Carrick and Shannon. He's a native of Castle Pollard in Westmeal, hurled for years up there with them, hurled for us at the beginning. It was a bit disappointing that he couldn't tag out today even, but um, he... I. He did take this job against his will. There was, there was literally nobody, no candidates against him. And he took it on. And, you know, in bleak, bleak nights when he was struggling for numbers, training sessions weren't going well. They had league matches here and there where he was struggling to get numbers. But he stuck with it, and I'm delighted for him. He got his reward today. I'm delighted for Jamie. He deserves it for all the hard work he put in. Well, uh, just there, gathered here now. Larkin!
chairperson of the Hurling Board, Paddy O'Connor, who cannot be with us today. So please remember Paddy, and if you're watching Paddy, hello. We just want everybody wants to, everybody give Paddy a good. I think that's a lovely touch. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy O'Connor has been a legend in Leitrim Hurling. A friend of everybody, a friend of everybody, and we send him our best wishes. Man of the match trophy. And it gives me great pleasure to call on the Manor Hamilton goalkeeper, Peter Ponyard, who has been the man of the match today. Just shows that Bethany has more influence than I have, and these things have been selected. And I don't know, I, we only get one vote, but uh, it's. Uh, I think he was uh, impressive throughout today, but I think, as you said, it could have gone to maybe seven or eight different individuals across both teams who were impressive today, and he won't be well received in the company he's in right now. He's standing in the middle of a, a bunch of red jerseys, but uh, it's nice to see uh, a fine performance rewarded like that as well. But from your point of view, the one, the one that matters now, Kevin, is, is the actual championship trophy, and that's about to be presented to Lorcan Donlan. Uh, by County Chairman Enda Stenson. Time has come to present the Senior Hurling Trophy and I want to thank Conan Coles for their sponsorship as ever of both the football and the Hurling Championships. It's been an absolutely tremendous year for Carrick. I know there's lots of people here that maybe not from Carrick, but anyway, Carrick is in the Hurling Cup, so I just want to say a huge congratulations to you. And I know that you had a, a wedding, a lot of people that in on Friday, so I want to congratulate the people who was at the wedding and turned up here today, and well done. <laughs> and congratulations to Liam and Claudia, and many years of happiness ahead. Anyway, there's nothing more left for me to do, only to call on, is it Larkin, darling? Hey, the man Larkin. I'm present to see you heard the talking. We have two minutes to get punched at first. That, folks, is uh, pretty much it from us uh, for the week. But we'll just wait for the lifting of the cup. And as you can hear there, Carrick, and they're delighted. It was a, a last-minute goal that won it for them here. 112 to 111, the final score in the Connacht Gold Senior Hurling Championship here in County Leitrim. From Kevin Glancy and myself, Brefney Early, thanks very much for joining us for the last hour and a half or so. Thank you. Goodbye.